You must be a Casanova because, Glenn, think... you've got four children. So speaking no, of families, four times it's worked. <laughs> four times. Getting your vegetables is an important thing that families <laughs> need to do this time of year. And that's why Brickhouse Nutrition created Field of Greens, Glenn. Mm-hmm. Greens, the color of the Philadelphia Eagles. Greens, the things that no man likes. <laughs> well, that's why you have field greens. Uh, <laughs> that's right. You can put it in yummy things like, mm-hmm. to, you know, like on top of Taco yes. Bell. So it's there. just like you could watch the Eagles when they play the Cowboys. You know, those kinds of things. Anyway, uh, Field of Greens, right now, you can get all your fruits and vegetables that you need. Just chug it back. It's really good. I take it. I take it because I can now tell my wife, I'm not having that damn salad. I'm not doing it. Go to BrickHouseGlen.com. BrickHouseGlen.com. Save 15% on your first order. BrickHouseGlen.com. Oh. Of entertainment this is- and enlightenment. This Stu, is the Glenn Beck program. I can't even I can't even tell you how excited I am about the news from the caravan. Oh good. Oh, we finally have some really good news about the migrant caravan. Some of the migrants have given up and gone back home, but some are still waiting at the border and they have selected a leader representing the group and he's decided to step forward and he made a list. He checked it twice. <laughs> Where we're not supposed to check who's naughty or nice, we did. Now, remember what I said back in October. This was a a leftist act against the government of Honduras by the people with ties to Venezuela and Cuba. Well, Glenn, that's crazy. That's just crazy. Is it? I want to introduce you to the new leader who has just stepped forward. We do that in exactly one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You're never more than 30 seconds away from uh, content. No matter where you are, we're glad that you're listening to the Glenn Beck Program. Let me tell you about our sponsor here. It is X-Chair, Stu. Stu in his ugly sweater sitting there. Ugly sweater? Ugly sweater. That's an adorable sweater. It's a a Philadelphia Eagles sweater. Yes. Uh, With the snow coming down into the stadium, which is is entirely empty, which is entirely accurate. (laughs) Eagles fans show up. They might be throwing snowballs at Santa. Usually they're not playing around the holidays. That, That is inaccurate have you not seen did you did you miss the last year the i said they Super are champions? usually not playing at this time of year so that's a very accurate sweater mm-hmm. anyway uh let me tell you about x chair um x chair you can get this for the eagles so when they're sitting at christmas and they have nothing to do <laughs> they're just sitting around they're in an x chair that would make it a lot more comfortable. Watching yes. a game in an X chair is something I can right. get into. That's right. right. And I bet all of the players for the Eagles could. Like, I don't know why you're bashing the Eagles. This is the one year of my life that they actually <laughs> don't deserve to be bashed. All right. So I can bash them uh, Come right the, after Super Bowl? Right after the Super Bowl. Right after the Super Bowl. I'm going to have to deal with it. But for, I still all have right. another couple months. I'm, I'm right, living okay. it up until Maybe. Then. Maybe I'll consider it. But you're setting me off with the Eagles sweater. So anyway, uh, get your X chair. Did that just light up? It may it may be a light up I sweater. Think just, oh my gosh, it is a light up sweater. Oh my god! Well, you can't wear a sweater without, without lighting without up LED bright lighting. Oh my gosh! Super Bowl champions. You know, we used to have this quaint tradition of an ugly sweater that was made by, by somebody who loves you. <laughs> now we are going out and we are saying, I mean, as a society, they're going to they're going to find these ugly sweaters someday. <laughs> Archaeologists will be like. 
Boy, they had bad taste. <laughs> anyway, the X chair. Get it for uh, Christmas. Get it for somebody that you love. Get it for uh, somebody who works really, really hard, has a bad back. Uh, or, you know, my wife just wants a new X chair for the office at home. She's sitting at the office at home. You know, doing all the real work of the family. I'm going to be really honest with you. Uh, she should be sitting in an X chair. It's on sale now for $100 off. Go to xchairbeck.com. That's the letter X, Beck, uh, chairbeck.com. xchairbeck.com or call 844-4X-CHAIR. Please turn. It's like Rudolph. Turn that thing down. <laughs> Uh, X chair comes with a 30 day, uh, no questions asked guarantee of satisfaction. Use the promo code Beck. You're also going to get a free foot rest at xchairbeck.com. 10 seconds back. Okay, let me tell you about our update on the border. Beep, 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 beep. Name Alfonso Guerrero. Love Alfonso. Huge Alfonso fan. Oh, myself. my gosh. Yes. So he walked into the U.S. consulate in Tijuana, Mexico, and he said, I have a list of demands from the caravan. Now, I always like to hear, you know, the people who are like, help me, help me, please. When they come up, help me, help me, please. I've got a list of demands. And it, was, it always kind of works for me, softens my heart just a little bit. So he's got a uh, he's got a list. Uh, the caravan is demanding if they're not granted immediate asylum, asylum, they want the following. One, $50,000 in cash for every caravan member. I think that sounds reasonable. $50,000 in cash for every caravan Have you tried member. to catch a bus Whoa. back to Honduras from Tijuana? <laughs> Very expensive. Long bus. So they're saying these things, if we give them these things, they'll, they'll leave. They'll leave. They'll leave. Otherwise, we will not go anywhere. Uh, is the, it a French caravan? No, is that what kind that was? of? Okay. I bet there are some French people there. Probably. Yes. Uh, after all, we've heard that some of the worst people are in the caravan. There's got to be Frenchmen. <laughs> uh, two, two, the immediate removal of all U.S. economic and military assets in Honduras. Okay. Well, that's a nice Wait ask. A Hold it just a second. Wait a minute. And failure to comply with these things will result in the caravan continuing to try to penetrate the U.S. border. Help so, us, help us, please. Let me give you a list of some Marxist things. <laughs> so they want 50 G's each, and they want us to remove all, all economic and military assets. Now, if their goal uh -huh, was uh -huh, the, uh -huh. too much military power for uh -huh. the United States in, in dealing with their country, uh -huh. why would they want to come to the country in the first place? Yeah. Uh, let me ask you this. If they were, uh, if they were like, "Hey, we're really, really poor, and it's really bad in Honduras," why would you say, "Stop sending us money"? Hmm. hmm. It's almost as if there's another motivation. Here. <laughs> could be. Could mm -hmm. be. Now, it's just maybe it's it's probably just me. But if you're trying to appear like you know a grassroots movement, um. You know, for, 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 you know, as a group of migrants who are just trying to escape the dangers of your own country, you might want to tone down the crazy Marxist rhetoric just a little bit. I mean, sure, it's the holidays. Who doesn't love the leftist freedom fighter shtick? You know, we oh, all love great. that. Um, but demanding millions of dollars and the removal of U.S. military uh, from Honduras 
kind of screams, hey, we're Marxist communist revolutionaries. I'm a Marxist terrorist, doesn't it? I mean, I, you're not wearing the shirt that lights up like yours. Mm-hmm. But almost. Almost. Okay. This is the same thing as if you would have come up uh, to the embassy wearing a beret, uh, shouting "Viva la Revolution" while firing off an you know an RPG. I, I mean, it, 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 it's it's you know, come up on your motorcycle looking like Che. So this is just angry rhetoric, isn't it? Isn't it, Stu? I mean, yeah. what I just said about this poor man who is just looking for asylum. Mr. Guerrero, he is he's just a poor guy just like you. He's got a family. Back in 1987, he he tried to get asylum in Mexico. Mm. And 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 he got asylum in Mexico. Well, he was he was suspected by the uh Honduran and US government for wait for it. Marxist left-wing terrorism. <laughs> oh, it's just weird. Well, everybody's got a couple sure, of charges. Sure, of record. course, of course, we all do. Uh, Nineteen eighty-seven, Honduras was ground zero for the U.S. and Soviet proxy forces fighting in the Cold War. The Contra rebels were actually based there, and the leftist terrorist would sometimes carry out operations in the country in response. So it was August eighth. A bomb was thrown into the China Palace restaurant, which, of course, imperialist capitalists and their China Palace restaurants. Anyway, it was just a few miles away from the U.S. military base in Honduras. Six American soldiers were injured in the blast. Alfonso Guerrero was the primary suspect. He escaped to Mexico and claimed asylum. The Reagan administration charged the Mexican government for, quote, harboring a terrorist for granting Guerrero protection. Now, that's the past. Guerrero's turned his life around. Oh. Now he's just a poor, struggling Honduran who doesn't wish anyone harm. He just wants a better life for his family. With the Soviet Union uh, gone... Marxist terrorism does not pay what it used to. It doesn't. How is it? He's struggling every day. And the millions of dollars that he's demanding, it will help them. And he's just asking for a little, you know, just a few little political things for his country. Just a few demands. How, when, when will the media actually come out and go oh, oh, oh wow we got that one wrong answer never because they didn't get it wrong they were lying to you from the beginning anyone with any common sense or an ounce of honesty could have seen this thing coming from the beginning oh and we did but anybody who did their homework, anybody who did say these things, they were, of course, labeled an extremist, a hate monger, a racist, a danger to society. As I see it, the former Marxist terrorist is probably the real danger to our society. Friday. I love that. 
Because the actual, they did the PolitiFact lie of the year just yeah. came out. Yeah. Um, but they also do a reader's poll at the same time. They give mm-hmm. you a bunch of options. Mm-hmm. And the number one, the winner was Donald Trump lying about the caravan. Wow. The winner. I mean, do we have time for this or should we do it here no, in a second? No, let's do it in a second. Let me first tell you about LifeLock. We're 60 seconds uh, away from getting back into that story. Don't go anywhere. Uh, LifeLock. LifeLock would like you to remember, hey, if you're doing your holiday shopping online, that's cool. Just make sure you have someone watching over your identity and your bank accounts and everything else. Watch where you are buying things. This is the time where people are trying to steal everything. They're trying to steal your identity. They're trying to get into your bank accounts. They're trying to get your credit card. Everything. Even people trying just to get into uh, into your life uh, through your computer and take control of your computer. That's why LifeLock and Norton Security have teamed up and they now provide all of the security that you would need online. LifeLock.com. If you use the promo code Beck now, you're going to save a buttload of money, 15% on your first year. That's, I mean, it's a buttload. It's a small buttload because it's not that expensive in the first place, but 15%. Off lifelock.com. Go and use promo code Beck. That's lifelock.com. Secure your your uh, your name. Secure your finances, your credit card, everything. Secure it now. Lifelock.com. Promo code Beck. We break now for 10 second nation, uh, station ID. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You know, uh, the PolitiFact lie of the year, I think, was actually yeah, a fair one this year. It was the, I did, too. The, I, was, I was shocked. Yeah. I was shocked. The, it was the lies about the Parkland students. And, mm-hmm. you know, there was a lot of controversy around that. But the, the, one, the lies they highlighted were things like they were crisis actors. And, you know, the, the, that one of the kids ripped up the Constitution, which was a Photoshop Correct. situation. Like, it was stuff like that. And Bad those stuff. were, you know, conspiracy theory sort of uh, yes. stuff. It was not the normal political statement. However, they did give the options to people, and people, uh, their readership did not select that particular lie. The, the lie and they, they selected. You know what? And, wait, wait. And they will mm-hmm. say, oh, my gosh, see? Look, that just shows that people believed that or people wanted to believe that or whatever. No, we just think that was such an obvious lie. I mean, I can live with that being the top lie of the year because it was such a big lie, but it was so ridiculous that nobody believed that except crazy people. Yeah, it was all, you know, I mean, these things do get spread around widely. They get lots of views, but But that that does not mean everyone believes them. Correct. Correct. A lot of times we confuse something that has a lot of views with something that's actually having influence. It wasn't the most influential lie. It wasn't the one that caused the the most confusion. Pretty much everybody heard that and went, that's ridiculous. Yeah. But, I mean, again, there really was a shooting in Parkland. And yes. uh, the fact that people tried to say that, you know, that they, these people weren't victims. And it was yeah, really, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really No, no, no. It was so, horrible. Horrible lie. It is a weird one for them, though, because they usually will pick something that's a little bit more contentious politically. Yes. Where this one, I think uh, everyone... Unless it in, involves a Democrat. There you go. <laughs> They've had a couple, though. I mean, Obama, uh, keep your doctor was the lie of the year one. Yeah, year. two years after he said it. Was it two years after? I thought it was... This- I believe it was two years after he said it. It's possible. Could be. Could, it's possible. Could maybe not. It, uh, um, too late. Too late, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. After it was passed, that's mm-hmm. for sure. Um, but the false statement that the readers chose as the lie of the year for PolitiFact was this one from Donald Trump. Quote, The Democrats want to invite caravan after caravan of illegal aliens into our country. 
And then they want to sign them up for free health care, free welfare, free education, and for the right to vote. Now, pause for a second here. Trump is, you know, a lot of times will illustrate an issue that a lot of people talk about. And he'll, you know, he'll go a little too far, maybe, right? Like, he'll, he'll, he'll say it, uh, he'll say it too too de- definitively, right? Like he's not necessarily capturing the nuance of a statement in an off the, you know, uh, of in an off the cuff sort of comment. This one though, however, when you break it down is pretty accurate, okay? The Democrats want to invent ca- invite caravan after caravan of illegal aliens into our country. What is their answer to the caravan? Their answer to the caravan was not to to uh to stop it. It was not to say you are not allowed to come across the border. It was to allow people to claim asylum and then allow them to come into the country, mm-hmm. and then over some period of time, they would go through the asylum process, and they would have to show up to court appointments, which we know a lot of them don't do. But they're, they didn't—they never admitted to saying, "Okay, we want them to come in and be citizens tomorrow." And they, but never, they did want to say, if they right. claim asylum, they come in the country and they hang out here until the asylum right. process is over. Their solution would have caused caravan after caravan after caravan. The difference here is Donald Trump used the word "invited." They didn't invite. No, they didn't send out engraved invitations. Although some of the groups related to, I mean, he said (laughs) the Democrats. I mean, the Democratic Party, maybe not, but the people who were doing those invites and were working on those uh, caravans, as we highlighted, were very friendly to the Democratic Party and were influenced and funded by Democratic donors. Yes. So it's not, again, it might not be exactly to the. uh, It's not like you can keep your doctor. Right. It's not. It's 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 not that, Um, you know, again, invite I'll give you is a little bit different, but there is a justification for that. But then and then they want to sign them up for free health care, free welfare, free education and for the right to vote. Did they, yes. do they want them to go to schools, for example? Yes. Of course, free education is absolutely on the table. The right to vote, they've been talking about a citizenship pathway for these for people like this for a very long time. They're already signing them up. What, in California? They're, they were mm-hmm. trying to sign them up in California. Whenever you say you, have, you, you, you complain about sanctuary cities, what do they do? They give all of these things away. And free health care is the one that really is driving me crazy on this. Free health care, part of, obviously, depending on your income level, is part of the Affordable Care Act. Let me quote from Hillary Clinton's 2016 platform. Uh, Expand access to affordable health care to families regardless of immigration status. That was in her platform to give the Affordable Care Act to illegal immigrants. It was it was the thing, if you remember, going back back so long ago that you'll barely be able to remember this. But do you remember the re- representative from South Carolina, who uh, Wilson, who said, you lie mm-hmm. to Barack Obama? Mm-hmm. The thing he was saying you lie about is he was saying, in reality, you want to give the Affordable Care- Health Care uh, Act to Illegals. illegal immigrants. He was and, and Obama was saying he wasn't going to do that. Well, guess what happened in the 2016 campaign in the platform of Hillary Clinton, quoting from HillaryClinton.com. It is exactly the thing that he was saying was being lied about. He was absolutely right. And this this quote about it being a, some crazy fantasy that Donald that the Democrats want to invite illegal immigrants in and give a bunch of stuff away from them, it's all in their platform. It's what they say is the heartless part of the Republican Party that we don't want to give away these free things to illegal so immigrants. The, so the average the the readers that responded to this actually were we're saying no. The bigger lie was what Donald Trump said was happening on the border. Yes, that's what they said. 
That's insane. I mean, it just tells, tells you a lot about the people going to PolitiFact that they're obviously very, very liberal. In fact, that, that one, more than double, more than double the percentage of people who thought this was the biggest lie. The Russian state has never interfered into internal affairs, including election process. Vladimir Putin. They actually, they gave Donald Trump 36% of the vote and Vladimir Putin, who said that Russia has never, not even in this election, but has never interfered in uh in u.s uh inter- internal affairs which we all know to be false there's been people num- numerous people caught doing it and that one isn't a big lie although i will say my favorite lie comes in at uh let's see si- uh down there at eh, seventh or eighth place um it's from uh alexandria casio cortez uh she uh she said unemployment is low because everyone has two <laughs> jobs, jobs. <laughs> No, no, honey, no. And I don't don't want to talk down to you, but I feel I need to. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. That's not the way it works, sweetheart. That's not the way it works. I mean, this is a person with a master's in economics. I am telling you, if I had a kid at BU, I would be calling the uh, administration and saying, hold it just a second. Is it fake news or did you give an economic (laughs) degree to this woman? Yes, we did. Okay, I, 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 I'm pulling my kid out. I mean, how does that... The, the most shameful thing, I think, the most shoddy work, a build... You know that building in San Francisco that they built and they sold those apartments for, you know, millions of dollars and it's collapsing and they don't know what to do with it? That looks like a genius move in shoddy workmanship Compared to BU, <laughs> unleashing uh, Ocasio-Cortez out with a degree in economics when she says things like, no, the only reason why you people are so stupid, the reason why the economic numbers or the, the unemployment numbers are so low is because people have two jobs. That's not how that That's is calculated at all. And then she also goes on to say, and it's because people are working 60, 70, 80 hours, uh, 80 hours a week. Like, no, that's not that's not how the statistic is calculated, man. <laughs> don't even you have a degree in economics and you don't know the basics about it's amazing again. Like she's not the only one in Washington who is completely uh, no, but she's the one with the economic degree. Hello. And they mock Republicans. Remember that one? Of, uh, yes. Uh, um, uh, Brooks in Alabama. Yeah. Mo Brooks. Uh, do you have an economics degree? Yes, ma'am. I do. Highest honors. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we're the dummies. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Let me tell you about Liberty Safe. It's a great American company. Been one of our longest uh, sponsors. Been with them for years and years and years. Now they have become the preeminent brand name in safes. In fact, if you go to Cabela's, you will see a Liberty Safe next to a Cabela safe. Cabela's (laughs) has asked Liberty uh, for a favor. And the Liberty said, well, what's that? And they said, can you, can you, I know we asked you, but can you take the name Cabela's off of these safes and put Liberty back on? Because we make, Liberty makes all yeah. of the Cabela safes. Right. And so people are like, uh, yeah, I like that one, but I, I want a Liberty. And they're like, okay, it is a Liberty safe. Right. It's, wow. It is the brand name for safes. You want a good quality safe? Liberty Safe is the one you're going to need. It makes a great Christmas gift. Check out all of their specials and financing at LibertySafe.com. LibertySafe.com. 
A great Christmas present is a subscription to blazetv.com. Use the code BECKCHRISTMAS and you're going to get $20 off right now. Uh, welcome to the uh, program. So glad that you have tuned in. This is the Glenn Beck program, and I noticed that uh, Pat's not wearing his uh, ugly Christmas sweater, even though it's ugly Christmas sweater day here at the uh, the Radio Ranch. And neither are you. So no, I I'm wearing a sweater, but mm-hmm. everybody says all of my sweaters are ugly. So I just wore a sweater. But, but I am... they always say you look ugly in your sweaters. That's a different thing. <laughs> it's a totally different analysis of the situation. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, but I am wearing something. I thought I would, you know, the holiday cheer. I thought I would wear my holiday bling here. <laughs> nice. So I mm-hmm. I have a big uh, gold chain with big block letters that say ho ho ho. I'm not sure if this. I'm not sure if this makes me a pimp <laughs> it does look pimp-esque it does. Yes. it's kind of like i don't know if i'm i'm bringing holiday cheer or if i'm saying come to see me for the host because i've got three of them both can be seen as holiday cheer right. depending on your perspective <laughs> right okay so pat welcome mm. to the program uh what is it uh that you want to tear down and uh, and yell about today <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd like to tear down the war on baby. It's cold outside. Mm. Are you uh, following the ridiculousness of of uh, especially uh, campus reform just went out to campuses and asked kids if baby it's cold outside should be banned. And several radio stations across the country have banned it this Christmas season. Mm-hmm. They've taken it off their playlist. Makes me want to play it. All the time. Doesn't it, though? Yeah. I, I just like to nonstop yeah. play Baby It's Cold Outside. Can I ask you a question? What happened to that American rebel? What happened to... Pat, you and I, you and I, we both know, we would have said... That, well, you maybe, maybe you wouldn't have. You might have been in the room when I <laughs> would, was told, don't do that. And you know I would have looked, done it. You know I would have looked it. at you and said, well, mm-hmm. I just guaranteed that. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. What happened to that spirit yeah. of the 20-year-olds? And you remember how pissed off people supposedly were, or were, when Clear Channel supposedly banned the Dixie Chicks. Yes. Banning things was bad. Yeah. Why are you banning? First of all, Clear Channel didn't ban the Dixie Chicks. A few stations did as a stunt, uh, but the co- the corporation never took a stand against the, the Dixie, Dixie Chicks. It was stupid. But now, all of a sudden, banning things is really good to do, and you you should be taking things off of the market. Think of the think of this. Think of think of Lenny Bruce. Lenny Bruce inspired uh, uh, Richard Pryor and George Carlin. Mm-hmm. George Carlin said he was the guy that made me say I- I'm going to do that. Lenny Bruce was arrested over and over and over again because he was saying things. He was pushing the boundary. Right. And he was saying things that everyone said you can't say. Uh-huh. And so he was, he, I mean, I don't know if you know this, he died of a heroin overdose in like, I think, 65. He, he, they destroyed his career. Destroyed mm-hmm. his career because the media dogpiled with him. Here's this brilliant comedian who inspired some of the best comedians of all time and where the the liberals they that's what you were supposed to be for freedom of speech yeah now where are you the the opposite opposite They're, baby it's cold outside <laughs> and it's so ridiculous the song was written in 1944 
I'm sure they weren't talking about slipping no. Mickeys to women do in you know 1944. What, do you know what that, do you know actually the, the meaning behind it? It was actually in 1944, it was empowering. It was meant to empower women because women couldn't be coy. They couldn't say, no, I'm going to mm-hmm. stay here. They had to be prim and proper. So this was a racy song that was empowering women. It's amazing. It's incredible. And are we supposed to believe now that interaction between men and women just can't happen? Like if you're a couple and she says, you know, I got to go home. You just have to leap up and help her to the door immediately. You can't say, no, can't you just stay a little bit longer? Right. There's no. Pour another drink and I'll, you know, uh, take off your hat. You can't. That's rape now. Are you raping a girl? If you ask her to stay longer, it is unbelievable to me. Some of these things are, they, they call it sexual coercion. Yeah. Right. Uh, sexual On college harassment. campuses, that's then what they're calling what? it. I was raped by my grandmother every time I went, <laughs> went to visit her. <laughs> every time. I tell you what, no, stay a little longer. I'm going to fix you something to eat. Rape! Just Rape! Really, really icky, but thank you. <laughs> but it's true. It is true, though. It is true. He, the guy's not threatening her in the song. He's not. He didn't bound and gag her. Well, you haven't yeah. listened to my. Uh, you haven't listened to my ten-year-old rant. No. Oh, yeah. oh okay. It's, I haven't heard that. It's a decade old. Uh, it, it's on Glenbeck.com. Front page of Glenbeck.com. You have to go so back. Two thousand eight. Okay. So yeah, two thousand. Yeah, two thousand eight. I come on the air and it's Christmas and we see the direction that it's going and I'm like, you know what a song is that you really should be pissed about? Now it's all tongue in cheek. It's all tongue in cheek. <sighs> And thinking am, it would never happen. It would yeah. never happen. Isn't it was supposed amazing? to be a ridiculous amazing. example yeah. of the way things were heading that I we took, shouldn't ever get to. Do you have that? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's on Glenbeck.com. I wow. took I took it apart line by line. We should play it maybe in the 8 o'clock hour or the, uh, I'm sorry, the third hour, whatever. Yeah. I don't even know what time zone I'm in anymore. Um, in the, play it in the third hour. Yeah, sure. Uh, and, uh, and listen to it because it was ridiculous at the time. But... And now At it's least reality. the beginning of it is exactly what they're saying. Yes. It's crazy. Yeah, it is. It's nuts. And and uh, campus reform went to, the went to uh, I think it was NYU, and they, he was asking students if they should be banned, and, and all of the students at the beginning said yes, absolutely. And one of them had even written a thesis on it in college about how <laughs> oh terrible it was. Gosh. And then he turns it around oh, they, on wait, them. Hang on just a second. Mm-hmm. Let's just mourn for his parents just oh for a God. second. I know. They paid $40,000 a year to get him to write a thesis about a Christmas song. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So you, ridiculous. His grandparents, if they were so part ridiculous. of the greatest generation, they rose from the dead. And if they would have had anything but spirit hands, they would have choked him to death. <laughs> this is what you've done with the freedom we granted you. Oh, my gosh. Because the song is ob- obviously to anyone who knows anything about anything is she wants to stay and she's looking yeah, for she a does. way to justify it. She's looking for a way to yeah. be talked into it, right? That's what she, that is the intent of her. She's saying, oh, I, I probably should go. And he's saying, well, let me give you a really bad excuse as to why you can stay this one time. Right? What like, if you catch pneumonia and die right, out there? Exactly. You'll probably die and you'll mm-hmm. be like uh, Jack Nicholson at the end of The Shining. You're going to be outside <laughs> and your face is going to be frozen <laughs> and you don't want that to happen, so stay. I mean, and she's she wants to stay. That's the that's the part of the and song. And at the end, by the way, she does. She does stay. Yes, does. so he can rape her, right? Yeah, exactly. Kill her and throw her in the fireplace. <laughs> you know that's what happened. You should hear the sequel. 
we should write a sequel. Mm. Well, the, I, of what we, happens when she stays? When she yeah. did you what? hear the one yesterday that we had a sequel yesterday? Do we still have this, Sarah? By any chance, we have a sequel to it. Yeah, there's a new of what version. happened after. No, this isn't what a new a new version of how it's supposed to happen in 2018. Oh, good God! Uh, and it's serious, I would imagine. Oh, of course it is. Oh no. Um, do we have that one, Sarah? Do you know that was that um, was from yesterday? From yesterday's I saw prep. That in prep yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a, a version of a couple people trying to make the song okay. Because you know what? It's not. Oh, they tried to make it okay. They tried to make it how, how it should have been. Well, it's a, it's a safe song now. Ugh. It's a safe song. That's, yeah, that's that's what they were trying to attempt. Because, you know, you, God forbid. Uh, li- listen, listen to how ridic- ridiculous this is. I have to say no, 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 You sir. reserve the right to say no. Oh my God. <laughs> say that I tried. You reserve the right to say no. I really can't stay. Oh, you don't have to. Ah, but it's cold outside. I've got to get home. You know how to get there from here. Oh my gosh. Really, oh my gosh. Really bad. There is not a woman within the sound of my voice that would ever kiss a man who did that ever you have the right to say no i, lo- I love so the white knight stepping in yeah. the guy oh you're yeah. right uh, i mean it's just so pathetic she's being she's being all coy i, I it's so cold outside i should go home well you know the way home <laughs> you know the way let me call you a cab yeah get out get Here. out i shouldn't i don't know if i should put on my coat let me get it for you let me put it on at, the, at some point in a song like that the woman says are you cheating on me do you have somebody coming <laughs> you're is, trying to kick me out why are you kicking me out right like, and i love the fact that like, i i, I want to say no will you you of course have the right to say no well yeah of course i have the right to say no why are you pointing that out are, are right. you thinking of raping me that's that would be my reaction to that what are you saying of course i have the right to say no i really why should you, go why did you feel the need to point that out <laughs> that's weird yeah and compare and contrast that with every rap song that is played on the radio today, or just about every rap song. And they don't have, the kids today don't have any these college students don't have any problem with those. They're all misogynistic, predatorial. Yeah, there's very little uh, the uh, B talking word about hose. consent. There's the, no consent there. No, no. Wait a minute. And those are all fine. But baby, it's cold. It's cold outside. Should be banned. Wait a minute. But the rap music they listen to all year long. That's perfectly fine. Because you say it talks about hoes? Well, mm-hmm. so do I. I <laughs> so got do my you. bling. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Very nice, by the way. Thank you. Very classy. Yeah. Just And it really looks classy. like kind of look like a rapper. I mean, uh, more like a candy rapper, but a rapper <laughs> yeah. nonetheless. Thanks, Pat. <sighs> All right. Pat, wait, wait, wait. I got to ask you a question. When's the last time you changed your filter, your air filter at your house? Mm, 19 okay right right uh, it's not just us mm-mm. because i don't uh, honestly you know we've moved around the country you know we were on the lamb for a while <laughs> i think i actually sold houses before i changed i don't think i've changed oh i'm almost positive i've done that right without changing it yeah i don't think yeah. i've oh i would never i would never change it before i sold a house no, no, no. I mean, I think I bought the house, lived there for a few oh, years, okay. and then and sold it one. and never changed the yeah. filter. Oh, I, I'm almost positive I've done that. That's so bad. <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> what, I mean, were our dads That's like this? That's why that auto delivery thing yeah. uh, for filter buy is so good. Yeah. Because it just comes and you know, okay, now it's time. Yeah. Because I, 
I can never remember. No, I can never remember, and I'm not going to Home Depot. Right. My no. wife says, go to Home Depot, get a filter. Yeah, the last uh, thing I'm going to do. Yeah, I got, I got it. I got it. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm certainly not going to do it if my wife doesn't ask me, and my wife doesn't ask me. So, God bless you. We are, we, we are like... Our house before filter by was like Chernobyl. God only knows what you were breathing in. Okay, now you can have over six hundred sizes, all made in America. Uh, ships within twenty four hours. And what Pat was saying is absolutely true. Five percent off when you order for auto replacement. So it just shows up at your house. You don't even have to think. You just take it. I'm good. if I can get the mailman to deliver it to the door and then take it upstairs and change the filter and throw the other one out this is the perfect service but we're one step away from that filter buy.com filter buy.com say five percent when you hit auto subscribe it is filter buy.com hey there's a few things that you can get for christmas that make great christmas gifts uh outrage addicted to outrage uh my new book it's available uh at the web store bookstores uh amazon.com make sure you get addicted to outrage for somebody that you love also um mercury one is doing another museum and uh if you really want to wow somebody you can get um I'm just reading this for the first time. A once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to attend the highly anticipated exhibition of 12 score in three years ago. In February, we are doing a a, a black history uh, museum, but unlike anything you've anything you've ever seen. In fact, one of our goals is we know about Martin Luther King. We know about these people. Tell me about the black people who actually helped build this country. Tell me the stories I've never heard before. It's really great. We're working in conjunction with the African American Museum here in Dallas. We're working with the Lincoln Museum in Illinois. Things that you've never seen before and a take that you haven't seen before. You will you will see that four score and seven years ago, he gave that speech and he said, this is our charge. Let's get rid of slavery. Twelve score and three years ago, our founders came up with the idea that all men are created equal. How are we doing today? And what's happened in between? You can give, um, uh, you can give your tickets. All you have to do is go to mercuryone.org. Purchase your exclusive tour uh, with either me or David Barton, wall builders, uh, before they sell out. These are going to go on sale again. We'll be pushing them in January, but you can get them and lock them in for a Christmas gift, and we will see you here in the, uh, in the studios in February. Check it out, mercuryone.org. Might I recommend another Christmas gift. You can yes. uh, give away a subscription uh, to uh, Blaze TV, the new Blaze TV. Right. Um, and you can get it. I mean, if you use the promo code Beck Christmas, you can save 20 bucks off. Um, I know, depending on what subscription you get, it's, it can be less than five bucks a month. Yeah. Um, so it's a really good value. And now there's something like 30 shows that you can get, all great conservative personalities that you've uh, you've been watching and seen clips of. And you can get all the access to everything uh, for uh, your subscription. I know Sarah Gonzalez is doing the News and Why It Matters up in D.C. today. Yeah, studios uh, up in D.C. Yeah. And she has, what was his name that was deplatformed here recently? Jesse Kelly. Yeah, uh, Jesse on. Kelly is a guy who um, uh, Jack said, you know, you're permanently banned from Twitter. And then, like two days later, we didn't say permanently. No, here, here's the screenshot of your tweet saying permanently banned. Yeah. 
We don't know why he was taken off. We don't know why he was put back on. I'm sure he'll talk about that today. Oh, yeah. He's going to talk about it. News and why it matters only on the Blaze TV. Go to blazetv.com slash Beck. blazetv.com slash Beck. And use the promo code BeckChristmas. Um, you can get it for a year and $20, uh, $20 off for your subscription. As Stu said, there are all kinds of different subscriptions now. And you can gift them. To somebody so if you want to get a christmas present for somebody gift them blaze tv we have a really exciting year coming up uh next year uh and uh, gonna be doing some really fun and interesting things with blaze tv you don't want to miss out on a second all right mr bill o'reilly uh well maybe this second i mean if you're gonna miss seconds the next hour of seconds is a good right. hour to miss i mean bill uh, O'Reilly, he's, he, only because he's such a wallflower <laughs> and never really tells you what he really thinks oh is he gonna have something to say about cohen trump and uh all of the impeachment talk bill o'reilly next of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenbeck program. Michael Cohn has has spoken on GMA. He spoke this morning. Main suspect in Strasbourg, he has been killed. Uh, Trump has responded uh, by saying, you know, Michael Cohn, he was a low-level kind of guy. Also, Democrats and they even haven't taken over the house yet. They're already they're already starting to lay out all of their Christmas gifts to the American people. A preview of the investigation firestorm that is uh, to come. Chris Christie may be on his way to the Oval Office. It's it looks like it might be him or Jared Kushner who are going it was going to uh, be the new White House chief of staff and the farm bill. All things I really want to hear Bill O'Reilly's opinion on. We get it beginning in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Been telling you for almost 10 years now that uh, there is one mortgage company that is the good guy in a ocean full of sharks. It's AmericanFinancing.net. If you're having credit problems and you want a consolidation loan, go to American Financing. If you uh, are buying an, a new home or a vacation home, American Financing. Buying your first home, American Financing. Why? Because they do not have their, quote, salespeople working on commissions. What they have are mortgage counselors. These people are asking you questions, and they will counsel you on what the best loan is. Now, they're not making any money on which loan you pick this one over this one they don't take commissions so they are incentivized to get the right loan for you call americanfinancing.net you can get closed in as fast as 10 days american financing call them at 800-906-2440 that's 800-906-2440 or online at americanfinancing.net american financing corporation nmls 182334 mm-hmm. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org back in 10 seconds Mr. Bill O'Reilly. Present. <laughs> so, Bill. I'm here. The number one story in your mind this week is? 
Killing the SS, a huge success. (laughs) Okay, the number two story in your mind. Um, The the biggest story in the country is if the President of the United States can psychologically and emotionally survive the daily attacks on him. And you won't hear that anywhere else but here in the no-spin zone. Because, you know, if you step back away from the hysteria and you look at Donald Trump, he's a human being. You might not like him. You might think he's not capable of being president, whatever. But any human being put under the barrage of hatred directed toward him and having to defend himself every hour on the hour from whatever charge, the charge du jour, um, Got to take a psychological toll on him, and that is the story—the big story about all of this. Okay, so so let's take this apart uh, just a bit. First of all, Michael Cohen. Um, Michael Cohen, a Donald Trump said low-level guy. Nobody believes that. Was he a low-level okay. guy? Let me let me tell you about Michael Cohen. All right, I've never met the man. At one point in the campaign, I was talking to Trump on the phone, and he, I was trying to get him on the factor that night. And he said, well, I can't do it, but take Michael Cohen, my attorney. And I said, why would I do that? <laughs> He's, he, you know, I'm not going to put him on the air. He's just going to tell, tell me what you want him to say. I mean, why don't I just put a puppet on there, <laughs> you know, a real puppet, okay? And that was the end of that conversation. So Cohen was basically what they call a fixer. And uh, when Trump had an annoyance, which was what these women were to him, an annoyance, Cohen would deal with it. So I don't know any more than that. I don't know what Trump said to Cohen. No one does. Um, But Cohen's charge working for Donald Trump was to fix things, fix annoyances. And that's what he did. Okay. The the problem has come in now with the um, National Enquirer that the National Enquirer has uh, has changed their story. And now they're saying, OK, we did take direction from Donald Trump to pay this one person off. That is a that's a felony. Uh, Cone, do we have the audio of Michael Cohn on uh, Good Morning America today uh, when they asked him, why should we believe you now? Listen. So what do you say to people, and, you know, there are a lot of people who would be watching who are going to be thinking, but wait a second, he lied for so long, why should we believe him now? What's the answer to that? What do you mean lied? Lied about what? At the Trump Organization, it's a microcosm of even just the New York real estate market. What do we lie about? It's New York real estate. Yes, it's the greatest product ever created. Is that a lie? Well, but you pleaded guilty to lying to Congress. Yes. So why should we believe you now? Because the special counsel stated emphatically that the information that I gave to them was credible and helpful. There's a substantial amount of information that they possess that corroborates the fact that I am telling the truth. So you're done with the lying? I am done with the lying. I am done being loyal to President Trump. And my first loyalty belongs to my wife, my daughter, my son, and this country. Take that apart for me, Bill. Uh, you know, it's, it's, I don't 
take Michael Cohen seriously, number one. So your listeners, the people who listen to us every Friday, please take that into account. I'm not like any of the commentators on cable news or George Stephanopoulos. I don't take him seriously, all right, which means that whatever he says means nothing to me. Nothing. I, I hang on just a second. It. Hang on just a second. I, I think that's where most, uh, not the media, but I think that's where most Americans are. No doubt about it. They Beck, just that's don't. A very astute observation. Yeah. Okay. So whatever he says means nothing to me as an American. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's number one. Number two, Robert Mueller had nothing to do with Michael Cohen and what he did or did not do by paying women. He referred that case out to the DA, uh, to the uh, federal attorney, U.S. attorney in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Why did Why did Mueller do this? For two reasons. Number one, that had nothing to do with Russian collusion. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Mueller goes, you know, I can't get involved with this because it doesn't come under my mandate. And number two, he Mueller knew that Cohen's a sleazy weasel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not, you know, I'm sorry, but he is. All right? And he didn't want to be associated with a sleazy weasel. He also knew that the careerists in the attorney's office, U.S. Attorney's Office in Manhattan, would be more than happy to take this guy apart, which they did. They got into his taxi cab business. They got into his dodging of taxes. And then there came a point where they just said, look, Michael, just tell us what we want to know, and then we'll try to get you a light deal. And, and Cohen did. Okay, so, so, so Cohen. Right. Okay, hang on just a second. So I, I agree with that analysis. Um, I, I think I would add it would be irresponsible of anyone in the justice system if they did find a crime that they didn't pass it on for further investigation to the appropriate people. Um, maybe, how, how, maybe, but, but look, you're, you're giving Mueller too much credit in, in the sense that nobody would pursue this kind of a thing. This is what they call brand protection. Mm-hmm. Brand protection. Trump is a brand, okay? So he's now running for president, and he doesn't want his brand attacked any more than it's already been. So these women try to get money from him, okay? So he says to his personal fixer, take care of it. Take care of it. And the fixer does. Right. And then, so of it, course, the women come back for right. more so, money. So, But it's not a problem with Cone. What it is is a problem with, um, what is it, American media, the Inquirer. Because Look, I don't know what, what happened in the Inquirer. Again, I mean, we're, none of us are privy to that. But this is the way business is done at that level. See, I'm, I'm waiting for the New York Times to investigate itself because they've had buku private settlements in that newspaper. And mm-hmm. so is every major corporation mm-hmm. in the country. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm waiting for that. But the National Enquirer is basically in business to scandalize people. That's what they do. All right, so Trump has a relationship with the publisher. Packer, I think his mm-hmm. name is, right? Okay. Packer, so, yeah, Packer calls Packer. him and says, Packer. hey, I got this woman, and she wants to talk all about your affair, and what should I do? And Trump says, well, you know, can you make her go away? And Packer says, yeah, I can do whatever I do. So they give her money, and she tells the story, and they just they don't print it. 
that happens all the time. Right. There's 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 some critical things that you've you've left out, but we don't know if they're true or not. So I'm not going to nitpick on this. Um, I want to get back to the uh, there's no reason to believe the National Enquirer. There's no reason to believe Cohn. But I do believe the National Enquirer in this instance. I think that happened. Okay, but what I'm trying to tell you is there's no from from my point of view, I'm not a lawyer, but I've certainly had many lawyers on BillOReilly.com. Smart. I, and very few of them see any crime at all. This is business as usual, protection of a brand, a civil settlement. All right? And now they're trying to link it into the campaign finance, but it's a stretch, as we saw in the John Edwards case. It's a, it's a stretch. Right. Now, they can do it. You know, what is it, the indict the ham sandwich uh, line? Okay, they can do it, but do Americans feel that this was some kind of uh, heinous, well-thought-out plot to subvert American election law? So here's, no. So here's the, here's the thing. In the 1970s, the Republicans eventually joined the Democrats and said, you know, we can't have, we can't have this going on in the white house so we need to make sure that we have somebody telling us the truth and they didn't come to the table voluntarily but they were eventually dragged to that table Who then are you talking about now hang on nixon okay um okay and, and impeachment then we had clinton and so the people that were against nixon and said we have to know if the president is telling the truth and the president has to he can't perjure himself he can't lie um all of a sudden they were fine with clinton <laughs> sure because right. it's hypocrisy all day long correct but you just raise a point that that and and this you're going to be amazed by my brilliance right now <laughs> are you ready everybody ready oh yeah okay in watergate there was a crime somebody broke in somebody took stuff and they found them in clinton there was a incident involving an intern Inside the White House, no question it happened. Perjury. He, here, here, okay, nobody knows what it is, this campaign finance thing. No, nobody knows what this is. Was there a secret payoff? You know, what? Nobody knows. Right. There's no solid crime evidence. It's theoretical. Right, correct. And, but if there is overwhelming evidence, as Cohen says, that might mean a blue dress of sorts, but I don't know what the crime is at that you point. You have to have a tape recording where Trump would walk into Cohen and say, hey, correct. I want you to violate campaign finance laws and pay these babes off uh, because I want to run for president and win. Thanks. Let me know how it works out. Okay, and good. then he leaves. All right. So we're going to get to the... Uh, we're going to get to the uh, the ramifications all of this and some of the other stories of the day with Bill O'Reilly in 60 seconds. First, our sponsor, it is Simply Safe. Uh, I remember when I met the uh, inventor of Simply Safe. This is a guy, I think they had maybe, I don't know, they started with like five people in the company. Um, and it started because he was just trying to help his friends who were being robbed when they were all going to college, I think at MIT or Harvard. And uh, he was an inventor. And so they said, can you help us? And he said, sure. So he developed an alarm system that people could use in apartments. And he just did it for them. Uh, and he just put it together and it kind of caught on. And everybody's like, hey, can I get one of those? And so it caught on and they went, oh, we have a business. They came to us really early 
And we've been talking about Simply Safe. Now they they secure I don't know more than two million homes and businesses all across the country. Yeah, it's one of those products that is, is constantly a nightmare. You're you're sick of dealing with all the people drilling holes in your walls and the contracts, and they just took all of that out of there. Yeah, none of it, none of it. Uh, Simply Safe. You own the system. It is top notch. It's state of the art. It makes everything else look like child's play um it's really affordable especially now you can get a a special holiday discount and the uh the monitoring is only 14 dollars and 99 cents a month that's it that's it this is why they've gone from five people to god only knows how many people building simply safe because it will keep your family safe. It is simple. It is easy to use. There's no strings, no wires, and no contracts. SimplySafeBeck.com. Go there now. SimplySafeBeck.com. We break for 10 seconds. Station ID. Mr. Bill O'Reilly. I'm back. The um, uh, let's uh, let's take a look at. You want to talk about the person of the year? That's your your article. The Absolutely. person of the year. Okay, so Time Magazine, uh, which is on the ropes and uh, really not a factor in this country anymore, which is stunning when you uh, understand the history of that magazine. They select journalists at risk for their persons of the year. Okay, Mm -hmm. but if you really deeply look into what they were doing, they were basically trying to humiliate Trump for saying fake news all over the place. Mm -hmm. Yes, they put Khashoggi up and they put the five uh, Maryland journalists who were slaughtered by a psycho up. And that's good. No, I have no beef with that. But the overall arch of the article was uh, Trump is a villain. We hate him. And and the, the usual. Okay, so the no spin person of the year is a person who helped this country. All right? So everybody should know my criteria, and that is Senator Lindsey Graham from South Carolina. Now, the reason I I selected uh, Senator Graham was twofold. Number one, he single-handedly saved Brett Kavanaugh and his family from destruction, and they should not have been destroyed. So just on that basis alone, he saved four human beings from destruction. And then he saved every single American citizen from losing a fundamental right, and that is you are innocent until proven guilty due process. Now, what Senator Graham did involved courage, articulation, and risk. And that's why he is the no-spin person of the year. Hmm. Um. Can't imagine, I can't even believe that I actually agree with that. It's not. It's yeah. It's like Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham of all people. I never would have thought I said anything positive about him. I'm not a huge fan, but he, what he did. But in you the, agree, Stu? It was right? a, because it, the overwhelming logic of my argument <laughs> is impossible to refute. So you're taking credit for <laughs> Lindsey Graham's achievements. That's uh, what no, I would expect. I'm taking credit. Here's what I'm taking credit for, <laughs> Stu. You yes. ready? Yes. The one moment this year of lucidity in your life. <laughs> His compliment of me. <laughs> I will say, though, I, I have not always had faith in Lindsey Graham. And the fact that he was the one who was brave enough to stand up and say, hey, yeah, we don't convict people without any evidence. 
That's not what the society is supposed to be about. He deserves yeah. a lot of credit for that. And he, and well, he it, deserves to be the no-spin man of the year, yeah, and he I, is. But I, you'll never see that anywhere else um, because uh, this is a country that now does not value honesty and courage. And here it is, does not value it. He, he is a – this is a good example of, of outrage used the correct way. He was outraged about something real. He was outraged about something that mattered. It was genuine outrage. People were feeling exactly the same way. He handled himself um, entirely appropriately at at the time. He stated it eloquently, and then he was done. Not all people. He was he was viciously attacked for doing that. Yeah, well, that's by both the Democrats on the Judiciary Committee Whatever. and the media. So that required courage. I wrote a long column, not long, but I, I wrote a column on this for BillOReilly.com, which posted now. And basically, I made the point is that you know there aren't many courageous people anymore in the public eye. There are just not. And when you see one sticking up for you, because Lindsey Graham wasn't sticking up for his party. He wasn't sticking up for himself. He was sticking up for every single American who could be accused of anything at any time and saying we cannot convict on allegations as these senators are doing in front of the nation. I mean, that took guts. And it wasn't a self-motivated statement. It was a statement to help all Americans understand their rights and that their rights are under siege from the far left. I think that's why it was effective, because if it had seemed prepared um, or contrived or contrived, or you know, if it was like, right, I arrest me, I'm Spartacus, yeah. I'm Spartacus, arrest me. It would have gone nowhere. Right. Sincere. Right. Yeah, it was. Sincere. And, you know, in the process, because uh, there's always unintended consequences of everything you do and say when you're in public eye. He destroyed the candidacies of Cory Booker, Kamala Harris, um, uh, Elizabeth Warren. They're done Okay, they cannot get any traction because of Lindsey Graham, because people are going to say, you know, I don't want that. Yeah, I don't want that progressive far left culture having power over me. All right. Bill O'Reilly, we continue with him in uh, just a moment. Stand by. All right, let me tell you about Blinds.com. Blinds.com is going to help you um, really transform your home. Treat yourself and your home to one of the easiest and most affordable makeovers possible with brand new custom window treatments. I know this is probably somebody who can only do this when you're, you know, approaching your 20th anniversary or beyond. But uh, for our anniversary, I said to my wife, uh, I'm going to redo the bedroom. I'm going to get rid of those old curtains. I'm going to redo the bedroom. And, you know, she was she thought that was nice. Now, I don't know. It's kind of like giving somebody a blender, I guess. But at least not in my family. Uh, she really appreciated it. And I will tell you that it just transforms a room. 
If you're looking to sell your home, this will transform the whole house. If you just want to update it, it's beautiful and it's inexpensive. Now through December 25th, Blinds.com has incredible daily deals, including 10% off promo code BECK at Blinds.com. Promo code BECK. Rules and restrictions apply. Blaze TV and CRTV are together now, uh, and you can go subscribe right now. BlazeTV.com. Code is Beck Christmas for 20 bucks off. I've been sleeping on my Casper mattress for a while, and I would pick it over any mattress that I have ever had. In fact, I, I did pick it. Um, I, I bought it, sent it to my house. I tried it for, I think, five days. I actually was honest, which I don't know if everybody appreciates this, but uh, I said, I'm not sure I like it. Well, it took me a few more days before I really started to have my body settle down. I love this bed. It is Casper. It's a no-brainer. All you have to do is just order it and try it for 100 nights. If you don't have the experience that I have, they come and pick it up and they refund every single dime. So put Casper to the test in your home. The only way to test a mattress is by sleeping on it night after night, risk-free, for 100 nights. Casper.com slash Glenn and use the promo code G-L-E-N-N. That'll get you $50 towards the purchase of your brand new mattress at Casper.com slash Glenn. Promo code Glenn. Get $50 off the purchase of select mattresses at Casper.com slash Glenn. Welcome to the program, the Glenn Beck program with Mr. Bill O'Reilly, who's written a great Christmas gift, Killing the SS. I can't uh, recommend it any higher. Really good uh, book. As you know, I read a lot and I read a lot of history. This is really, really top, top notch. Uh, unlike a lot of other uh, books from Bill, but this one is <laughs> is really good. And Beck, you know, you should share the gift I gave to you, which was a signed copy of mm. Killing the SS. I because never got it. If other, yes, you did. Beck, no. we sent you two of them. I mean, my God. Um, but if you if I really never other got people it, would like the same same gift. Mm-hmm. You have till Sunday to go to BillOReilly.com and mm-hmm. order it, and I'll sign it for you. Nice inscription. And um, also, you can give premium memberships to BillOReilly.com as stocking stuffers. Okay. But I really appreciate you reading the book. And uh, Beck did actually read it. Nobody read it to him, as usually is what happens. <laughs> people follow him around reading him stuff. Um, but no, he actually sat down and read it. Thank Bill, you. let me ask you about the farm bill and that nightmare. Are you, you into it at all? I don't think I've ever been to a farm. Yeah. You want me to talk about the farm bill? Yeah. Have you Have you read it or have you looked into it at all? No, I, I, yeah. No, okay. it's over there in my stack of stuff. No, okay, all right. Yeah. You should look into farm bill. No, no, no. You should look into this because it is yeah. it's like it's it's like FDR and Karl Marx got together in a séance and said, well, g- "Give me give me 30 seconds on what it says and then I'll Well, let me give you this one. Let me give you this one. In the farm bill, yeah. it, you cannot uh they've made it so Congress cannot stop the war in Yemen. It overrides the War Powers Act, essentially. Yes. So it's an add-on. There's an add-on yes. to the farm yes. bill. Okay. Yes. That's the same thing they did to Kate's Law in, in a serious mode. Uh, we had Kate's Law. You may remember I designed it mm-hmm. on uh, the Fox News Channel, and uh, it, was a de- def- it was a mandatory federal prison term for any foreign national convicted of felony deported who came back. So standalone, it would have been embarrassing for any politician to vote against that. So they tacked it on to 15 other things, and it didn't get passed. So this is, I hate this. I hate this horribly. 
Um, but this is what the uh, politicians in Washington do. So, now, do you like the farm bill? No, I don't like the farm bill. For I'm, I'm going to do a show on it next week for a million uh, different reasons. But I want to I want to stay focused on the Yemen thing for a second because okay. you might be able to figure this one out and and show me where I'm wrong if if I am. So uh, Mike Lee, Bernie Sanders, they've been after this this add on war in Yemen since, yeah. you know, since uh, uh, Obama started it. And it's it's absolutely illegal. Most people don't know about it. And we right. all we're we're just in a war with Saudi Arabia. OK, well, uh, we're uh, helping Saudi Arabia, mm-hmm. correct? In the war, yes. In we're on the war. their side. Yes, we're yeah. on their side. But we are at yeah. war in Yemen with Saudi Arabia. And if you want okay. that, that's fine. And you can make a case because of, of Iran, et cetera, et cetera. So here's what I'm, try- I'm trying to figure out here. The Khashoggi thing happens, uh, and everybody is upset about it. And the, con- uh, the, uh, the Senate needs to take a tough stand against Saudi Arabia. So they vote, and they say... Nope, we we're going to stop this war in Saudi Arabia. Then at the last minute, this is added to the farm bill that it's it's blocking it. So corrupt. But people should understand that Saudi Arabia has been a good ally to the United States. And that's why Trump uh, hasn't threatened them or sanctioned them or whatever. So Yemen, this backwater south of Saudi Arabia in the Persian Gulf, is a place where al-Qaeda and ISIS and Iran, all right, plot and carry out mm-hmm. death mm-hmm. things. That's, that's what happens in Yemen. Mm-hmm. There's no central authority, no central government. It's like Somalia. It's like the mountains of Pakistan. The terrorists are there. They do what they want to do. So the kingdom of Saudi Arabia wants to control Yemen and get these people out of there because mm-hmm. they're a danger to Saudi Arabia. Correct. Okay. So that's, that's what's going on. So the United States helps Saudi Arabia by arming them, mm-hmm. by allowing them to use drone intelligence, mm-hmm. and by inserting special forces mm-hmm. actually into Yemen under the banner of the war on terror. So there are U.S. troops there, and they carry out raids. That's what we do. Now, that benefits us. I'm, I'm, I'm not. No, hang on, just a second. I am not disagreeing with that theory. Right, I, I just. just I would like to, to hear the, what we're talking about. Yeah, I would just like to hear the arguments and have it done constitutionally. And the reason why you'd I like ask this, to, you'd like transparency. Yes, and the, the right. one of the I reasons. One of the reasons why is they uh, Congress is trying to have their cake and eat it too. You can't cake there in Yemen. Yes, you can't. Cake? You can't eat your cake and then also have your cake. It's one or the other. And they are trying to do this with uh, Saudi Arabia. And so is the press. Your Saudi Arabia, we all know, is bad. This this Khashoggi thing. What yes, is the? Bad. There's no doubt. The only reason why the press is making this into such a big deal is you said it earlier to. Um, hurt Donald Trump. That's it, right. If they actually cared about journalists in Saudi Arabia, they would uh, they would be using this moment to call for the freedom of Rafe Badwadi. This guy is in prison in Saudi Arabia. He he started the uh, the free Saudi liberal movement. So he's saying this is a bad thing. They, they have a thousand lashes and seven year prison sentence. 
His family is in Canada. They've been saying, "We got. please help us release this guy. Nobody in the media cares about it. This is care. a journal, journalist. But Nobody the, cares. You have to know the big picture. The United States is business with Putin. We do business with China. We do business with heinous regimes all over the planet. And we do that because the American economy is an enormous engine. And we have to support 330 million people here. And we need cooperation from bad governments. All right? That's what this is. Now, you have to draw lines. I would have sanctioned Saudi Arabia a little bit harder than Trump did. Um, but you look, if you're going to point out journalistic hypocrisy, it's all day long. Yeah. I mean, it's all crazy. Right. Um, let me let me ask you about the China and Canada thing. You know, we That's asked for the farm bill back. No more on that. No more on that. Uh, that um, was so much fun and uh, so exciting. Thanks. The the look into it, Bill. You'll you'll blow your mind. Um, right. The uh, China uh, uh, executive that we asked to be extradited. They have responded now and taken two ca- Canadian business people, uh, and they've been disappeared in China. Uh, wow. uh, Trump is playing a different game, uh, with China. It's not necessarily just about a trade imbalance. This is about them taking our technology and stealing from our American companies. Is it not? Yeah. They hacked into the Marriott, uh, database the chinese according to new york times well you know you gotta um i don't know if that's true but i think it probably is that the chinese are are uh now waging cyber warfare against the whole world and the chinese are just swaggering around thinking we're going to do what we want to do and trump is trying to counter that which is a good thing Mm -hmm. i think trump's going to get his trade deal with china i think that he's going to break them down if you look at the chinese economy numbers today they're terrible a billion and a half people in China, and more than half of them don't have any electricity. So that place is a tinderbox and can go up. And the Chinese government in Beijing knows that. And if their economy starts to contract, they're in big trouble. So Trump, I think, is doing the right thing. Um, and, uh, you know, it's directed by the Defense Department, Mattis, who's very savvy. Um, and I don't, have any, I don't have any beef with that. But I think that people have to understand this is a wicked world we live in. Who, and you've got to deal with some wicked people sometimes. Let me switch topics one last time. Uh, who do you think is going to be the chief of staff and what's going on there at the White House? Taylor Swift. <laughs> That's my pick. I want Taylor Swift to be the chief of staff. Might be good. Hunt. Yeah, we're reaching out to the other side. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. Um, and whoever the chief of staff is, they're not going to have any power or be able to do anything. So why not put Taylor Swift in there? I mean, I would. So is this spin, um, or is he really having a hard time getting somebody to be the chief of staff? Of course he is. Would you want that job? No, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. You want, to, you want to be chief of staff to Donald Trump, and no. every morning you don't know who's coming down the stairs? No. I mean, some mornings he's okay, and, you know, the other mornings he's not so okay. And But the the... The fact is, and this is a fact, that Donald Trump does what he wants. He does what he wants. I mean, it doesn't matter who's the chief of staff or who's sitting there, who's telling him what to do or suggesting whatever. He's going to do what he wants. So Kushner so would probably be the best. Pick, I hope he doesn't pick Jared Kushner. I don't think that would be good for the country. I don't think it would be good um, for the country, but that would be the most reasonable pick for Donald Trump. because Yeah, because he doesn't trust anybody, and, right. and he doesn't think Kushner would turn on him. Correct. Um, so, yes, you're absolutely right there. He, he wants somebody that's not going to you know, be leaking stuff all over the place and Correct. make him look bad. 
Um, but I think there are other people around in Washington, savvy players. What do you think he about Chris? certainly needs Chris Christie. Uh, somebody who really has a lot of experience with that swamp. Chris Christie? No, nah, way too volatile. No, 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 no. Be kind of fun. And, and, you know, just the, no uh, yeah, just the food deliveries to the White House. <laughs> okay. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right who's pizza? Hey! Who's got the pepperoni pizza? <laughs> you know, Those are I mean, the answer to the yeah. question, at least. There it is, the, uh, the New York Times bestselling author, Bill O'Reilly, the author of the book Killing the SS, makes a, cre- a great Christmas gift. Also, you can subscribe uh, to his one show on BillOReilly.com. <laughs> <laughs> For the same price, you can get like 40 shows. Uh, at the blaze, but it's yeah, but you got you know perspicacity is in play here. Okay, so. <laughs> Word of the day, uh, Bill o- Bill O'Reilly uh, from BillOReilly.com. dot com. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Bill. All right, guys. <laughs> Do you know anybody else who has a relationship with Bill O'Reilly like, like that? No, that I just don't. hammers him. Everybody else just everybody else just reveres and, and like you guys both go at each other, which is fun. I know, I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Casper Mattress. Uh, Casper Mattress is inviting you to have a good 2019 in sleep. If you toss and turn, if you can't get comfortable, have you tried a new mattress? Now, here's the problem, and this happens almost every time. I would go to a mattress store, and I'll lay down on a mattress, and I feel awkward and weird, and I'm in my clothes, and I say to my wife, I don't know. The sun feels fine. And then the guy says, well, try this one. I don't know. This one feels fine, too. I don't usually sleep in my shoes, in my clothes, in a store, so I can't tell. That's why Casper asks you to try it for 100 nights in your own home, and they make it super simple. They ship it to you in the small little box that you can just pick up yourself um, at the front door, carry it into the bedroom. Once you open that box, though, it's a full-size mattress, so be careful. <laughs> so you should open it downstairs and then uh, yeah. lug it up after? Open it up in the car yeah. on your yeah. way home <laughs> from the UPS store. Uh, go to uh, Casper.com, Casper.com. Use the promo code BECK. You're going to save about 50 bucks on your select mattresses. Try it out for 100 nights. If you don't love it, they'll come and pick it up. Okay, and they refund refund every single dime. So so sleep on it. Get a good night's sleep. Get the right mattress. Terms and conditions do apply. It's Casper.com. Stu, have you watched uh, The Marvelous Miss Maisel? No, I did see a preview for it um, and then decided to. Could you please turn the Christmas sweater lights off? I can't. I mean, it's distracting. Why would I do such a thing? Yeah. He's, it's a ugly Christmas sweater day, uh, and uh, and I'm having Stu uh, take care of both of us. Quite honestly, <laughs> yeah. um, it's my Eagles light up sweater. Mm-hmm. It, it does have uh, it does play music as well, but no, thank you. I can I can get that set up if you'd like. Yeah, no, 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 thank no, you. That's a good. I, I think it's very appropriate. I think I'm so I get it set up. It'll just be a moment. I uh, I think it's very appropriate that the uh, stadium is empty uh, in that. But, uh, Eagles show up when they lose. Eagles fans show up even when they lose. Yeah, but so. they're usually not playing, um, you know, very, very far into the winter. So Damn. anyway, good portion um, of the season happens in the winter. Smart guy. Uh, so let me uh, 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 let me tell you something else. Uh, so uh, Marvelous Miss Maisel. Um, yes. Marvelous Miss Maisel, I think, is the best written comedy on television today. Really? Yeah. I saw the preview. It looks like it's an it's old brilliant. timey. What's do you brilliant. know? What's the premise? 
Yeah, she is a housewife in the 1950s. Uh, they live in New York. Uh, her and her husband get a divorce. He wanted to be a comedian, but he's horrible. Um, <laughs> she was really the genius behind it. Um, she's a natural. She, uh, when he breaks up because he's cheating on her with uh, her uh, his secretary, uh, she goes down to the comedy club and she just rants and she's hysterical. She becomes friends with Lenny Bruce, and it's got a lot of real historic pieces to it. Um, and it's her trying to make her way in comedy. Uh, and Tony, uh, is it Chaloub? Chaloub, yeah. Chaloub. He, this is the best he's ever been. He is brilliant in this. Um, the cast of characters, all of them brilliant. And it's as if, it's as if Sorkin who wrote the West Wing had written this, you know how he does double the pace of yeah. dialogue. Aaron Sorkin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is, I think at least this season, double the pace. It's gotta be double the pace. I mean, it is just boom, 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 boom. It is really funny. Well done. Really well done. All right. I'll give it a shot. I, I will say the preview did not have me jumping into it on Netflix. I saw they, they I, I will tell you, Tanya watched, I think the first one, it was like, eh, and I said, uh, by the third one, I think, hooked. And it is, it's just, I just think it's brilliant. I just think it's absolutely brilliant in every, in every way. Best comedy on, on television anywhere. We should spend some time on what, what is a big development in the movie industry, I think, this weekend, which is the release of a PG-13 version of Deadpool 2. Saw it last night with Rafe. You did? Yes. He's wanted to see Deadpool, not going to let him see Deadpool. It's rated R. It's brilliant. It, it, we Is have it really? to talk we have to talk about it. Uh, what they did, uh, they they mirrored and parodied a Princess Bride. Uh, hmm. and it's it's really really good. We've been asking for this stuff forever from movie companies. Yeah. Release some of these movies in, in ways that you know families can see them, or at least teenagers uh, can see yeah, them. Yeah, teenagers can see yeah. this. It's, it's uh, still, still a little edgy. rough, still yeah. edgy, uh, but but very very funny. Well done. The fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenbeck program. It is a good thing that we keep record of all of our shows. That we have archives. That's true. It's a big one. When you say something and later on we need to kind of check on its accuracy. Yeah. It's always good to make sure we have the archives. Ten years ago, ten years ago, I said something and it has come true. And it's pretty stunning. One of the most surprising examples. Yeah, and we will uh, give that to you next. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Never more than 30 seconds away from content. The first half hour of uh, every hour of the Glenbeck program. Uh, let me tell you quickly about our sponsor. It is Say Anything. Say Anything is a game that just might help you start talking to your family again. Uh, this is, I'm, I'm entering prime time with Say Anything, I feel like. My kids are just getting into that old? age. They're, uh, my son's seven. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Five perfect. Seven, perfect. Yeah. yeah. This game can be played, you know, at any level and any age. And it's really fun. Uh, but especially when your kids, I think we started playing it when when yeah. uh, Cheyenne and Rafe were probably about seven or eight. Um, and it's a way to get the family talking and laughing. You know, there's nothing controversial. There's not, you know, they're not. No, there's not, it's just real life. 
Okay, and you actually learn how your kids think, and it's fascinating. Try playing it, and then try not saying at the table, "Honey, are you seeing this?" I mean, I have no idea. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, say anything. It's a great game. Lots of fun. Lots of laughs. You can find it now at Target. Bring your family together and have a good old fashioned uh, family game night during the holidays. It's say anything. Find it now at Target. You'll find it in the uh, toy section. It is say anything. Ten years ago, ten years ago on this program, I made a mocking prediction and said, you know, I'll tell you what the left should be upset about. It's a song. (laughs) And I laid out the case ten years ago. And while I've taken it a couple of steps further uh, further than, than they are currently, remember, this was comedy. This was insane 10 years ago. Listen. But baby, it's cold outside. But baby, it's cold outside. See, maybe this is just the been hoping that you drop in. Maybe this is just the negative side of me, but just like ice. Beautiful, what's your I'm blinding this. You know, I use it. Listen to the fireplace. Stop this song for a second. You know, maybe it's just me, but I I mean now this has always seemed like, oh, it's kinda cute. But then I heard it done by Dean Martin, and Dean Martin, you know, you couldn't trust. I mean, he was a friend of Sir Frank Sinatra, you know what I'm saying? Unions. So, uh, so then I hear it from Dean Martin, and uh, and I think there, there's something here. There, there's something much deeper than this. In fact, go go back to the beginning. I just want you to listen to the words. Now it seems like oh, it's like almost oh, like a Rankin and Bass Christmas cartoon. But baby, it's cold outside. But baby, it's cold outside. Okay, stop, 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 stop. First, she says. I really can't stay. And he says, but baby, it's cold outside. All right. So what I'm, if I may, <clears throat> in other words, what he's saying is, guess what, skank? Put out or I'm going to leave you stranded in sub-zero temperatures. You know what I mean? It's cold outside. <laughs> now, you might think that's a little dramatic, you know, right now. But may I lay the rest of the song out to provide some context? Go ahead. Been hoping that you drop in. I'll okay, okay, okay. Now here she's saying, I really can't stay. She's trying to politely get out of there. I got to go away. You know, that's what she says. I got to go away. When was the last time you said, I got to go away? To somebody who's, hey, no, you just stay with me. I got to go away. You don't say, I got to go away. And she says, the evening's been, 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 been so very, very nice. She's trying to act like nothing's wrong and excuse herself. Right? I, I, I got to go away. <laughs> Evening's been very, very nice. And then what does he tell her he's going to do? Listen to this. Hoping that you drop in. I'll hold your hands. They're just like ice. Stop. Just, stop. Just, just Holding your hand, that's a sign of affection, right? Holding your hands, that's restraint. <laughs> That's a form of imprisonment. 
Then she says, that just like ice? Beautiful, what's your Listen to Stop, 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 stop. She says, my mother will start to worry, and my father will be pacing the floor, which is exactly the thing that a hostage says. If my contact doesn't hear from me, they're going to come looking. And then what does he say in response? Listen to this. Listen to the fireplace roar. Stop. See what I'm saying? You didn't catch it? Let me tell you something. You're never going to work for the FBI unless you follow along. You got a hostage situation. He's holding her hands. She's saying, "There's somebody's going to come for me. They know where I am." And then he says, "Listen to the fireplace roar." In other words, I'll burn you alive if you don't stay and put out. That's what I'm hearing here. Oh, how did we miss this our whole life? Then she decides it's escalating too fast. Listen to what she says. To the fireplace roar. Beautiful, please don't hurry. Put some records on while I pour. Stop, 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 stop. So she decides it's escalating out of control. Well, well, okay, man. Maybe just one more drink. Just one more drink. And then he distracts her. He says, you put on some records. First of all, who plays records anymore? Serial killers. She she says, oh, okay, maybe half, half a drink more. Maybe just half a drink. And he says, yeah, put on some of those records while I pour. So now he's set up to pour the drink while her attention is elsewhere. What does he do? He drugs the drinks. Hello? As evidenced by what she says next. Put some records on while I pour. Baby, it's bad out there. No cabs to Stop, be stop. There it is, Your Honor. Say, what's in this drink? <laughs> then she says. But no cabs to be had out there. Your eyes are like starlight. I wish I knew how. I'll to break this spell. I wish I... Say, what's in this drink? I wish I knew how to break this spell. In other words, I think I just ingested the date rape drug. Oh, I'd like to stop the effects now. He's going to burn me to death. Mom, death. In the middle of it, <laughs> he says, like that. I'll take your hat. Your hair looks swell. Okay, all right, all right. He says, your eyes are like starlight now. Clearly the effects of GHB kicking in now. And and then he says, I'm going to take your hat. Yes. At her most vulnerable moment, he begins to take her clothes off. <laughs> then she says, mind if I'm moving. Oh, wait, wait, wait. She says, I ought to say no, 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 but she can't. Why? Because she's basically paralyzed now, laying next to the fire where he's she's terrified he's going to burn her to death. And he mockingly says, mind if I move in close? No, this is a horror movie. Knowing she can't resist, she takes solace in the fact that she at least has tried to stop his advances. And then he says, take your hat, your hair looks swell. Oh, yeah, I say no, but I can't. I try. 
At least I'm gonna say that I try. Baby, it's cold outside. Okay, look. I mean, the song. Stop it. It's uh, we should never play this again. It is. Uh, it's. It's the nightmare before Christmas. You know, it just goes on and on and on. You know, I simply must go. The clear answer is no. Yet he he keeps coming and coming and coming. You know what this is? This is the story of the guy that dogged the bounty hunter arrested in Mexico. Oh, the the welcome has been so nice and warm. Yeah, 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 yeah. That warmth is, uh, you know, the warmth that GHB induces. You see what I'm saying? Your lips look delicious. Oh, I bet they do, Hannibal the Cannibal. <laughs> I get it. Put out or you're going to find yourself in an icy grave. Merry Christmas. Is that too? That's amazing. Is it just me? That is 10 years ago. It was, I think, just me 10 years ago. It was, and, and now it's not. And that was, uh, that was something that, uh, that was something that was a comedic observation 10 years ago. Yeah, it was, I mean, you never think we'd get to that ridiculous point. Now, this is why there is no comedy anymore. Because the things that are funny, you have to take it to the extreme. How do you take America to the extreme now? It's already, it lives at the extreme. You're never more than uh, 30 or 60 seconds away from uh, content on this program. We are so glad that you're here. Let me talk a little bit about the X chair. Stu, I, I should make him stand, quite honestly. At least I'd feel I was getting something, you know, uh, for for the money that I pay him. Uh Mm. At least standing. Good luck on that one. It's so, been a long time you've been paying me. You're never, you're never going to turn that I'm equation. Really never going to turn it around, am I? No, no, no. Uh, anyway, so uh, we just got new chairs for the studio. It's the X chair, and uh, you know, we, we, the average person spends more time in their office chair than they do in bed. Right, because you're at work all the time, and you're, and not to mention the things you're doing. You're not in comfort, right? You're hunched over a computer, or right. you're taking a phone call. You need to be able to have a, a chair that actually makes you comfortable. And we've tried a bunch of them, and we've never found one like the X chair. So the X chair has all these different settings. Um, and, it, I mean, it really, I, I mean, it's, it's practically a spaceship. Uh, but they, <laughs> they've just come out with the X basic. The X basic still gets all of the, you know, dynamic variable lumbar support. Uh, you get the height adjustment, the optional headrest. You have all of that stuff. Um, and it's a much lower price. It is perfectly priced for the holidays. They also have it for $100 off. This is the only audience that is um, able to purchase this chair at this point. This is brand new. You can call 844-4X-CHAIR, 844-4X-CHAIR. So you can get the, you know, super whiz-bang, or you can get the basic, which is still a 1,000 times better than anything else that you're probably sitting in. It also comes back with a 30-day, no-question-asked guarantee of complete satisfaction. So if your body is like, eh, I don't really like that, send it back. No big, no big deal. You don't lose a dime on it. They take care of it. They want you to be satisfied. They want you to be comfortable. This is a great chair. Get it for a holiday, perfect employee, or, um, you know, or your spouse, your office chair at home. Xchairbeck, xchairbeck.com. Go there now. X chair Beck. Use the promo code Beck, and you'll also get a free footrest. Xchairbeck.com. We break for 10 second network ID.
So, uh, how long do I have to look at your ugly sweater? Uh, it lights up. It does light up. What you don't know is during the breaks, Stu just makes it worse by uh, pushing a little button on his sweater. Yeah, because the sweater doesn't just light up, which is always, mm-hmm. is, is always a good part of a sweater. No, you um, you want it to make loud noises, uh, and his uh, his sweater does. Yeah, it, it plays his, music, too. Yeah, so yeah. you just... Uh, what I go with. Oh, you have to... Mm-hmm. I you. mean, you know, why would you not go with the Eagles theme song every right. single break to annoy Glenn? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know on what the that day, really sounds like? What does it sound like? It sounds like it sounds a little like uh, uh, like uh, like this. Hang on, just a second. It's not on my sweater, so it doesn't come up right away. <laughs> the Soviet national anthem. Yeah, this, we push the button on my sweater, and this is... I would believe that from you. It, it, I mean, the fly eagles fly kind of sounds like the old Soviet yeah, national anthem. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's an eagle. It's a national symbol. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. You know, the lyrics also in that Soviet national anthem also had, we're the land of liberty and, and we're <laughs> a free people. There you yeah, go. So there you go. Uh, last <laughs> night, I took, uh, I took Rafe out to uh, a movie because I promised him. He's, he's wanted to see... Um, Deadpool? Deadpool. And uh, I have not seen it. I know it's rated R. and It's very uh, rated R, too. Yeah, and it's very rated R. <laughs> it's really over the top. Um, so I haven't seen it. He obviously hasn't seen it, but he's wanted to see it. Blah, 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 blah. So um, I said, there's a new cut of this. Now, this is something that conservatives have been asking for forever. Mm-hmm. Can you cut the rated R? Can you give it a cut for us prudes? Well, they've done it. They've done it. This is the first time. And it's, I think, brilliant. First of all, they double dip. You have the rated R audience that goes too far. And then you have the PG-13 that still goes really, really far. Um, but uh, you, you have that standard now. And you have that choice. This is what we've been asking the movie companies to do forever. Why can't we have, uh, what is it, uh, the angel thing, vid angel? Right, yeah. Why can't we have that? Well, because it's an art thing. You're losing money. Right, which is not usually what where Hollywood goes. No, now, they sure, there's indie films that maybe they could make the art argument on, but Deadpool? Yeah. Deadpool, yeah, they're trying to make it. a lot of cash. And it was, it was the first one was really funny. The second one was funny, too. So I, didn't, I don't know. I haven't seen either of them. And you might go see this and say, oh, they butchered the movie. I think it was really, really funny, and and especially the way they did it. They didn't just go and edit this movie. They filmed about 30 minutes extra. Because that was my question with this whole process. I saw Deadpool 2, the rated R version, when it first came out, and if you just edited it to make it PG-13, it would be like four minutes long. Like, there's, <laughs> there's no, not... You, I think you will... I think you will really... I think you'll really like it, They Stu. really made it into a new product though it right? is it's not because it movie. starts out it's so great and i thought this was just for the trailer i thought they were just going to cut this movie and you know make it shorter and you know take some of the stuff out but they didn't um it, it, it starts exactly like the opening scene of of uh princess bride when the grandpa is sitting there in the chair okay 
So you don't have the mom in there, etc. But when grandpa is there and he's like, hey, I brought something. I brought a book. That's Deadpool playing the grandpa. <laughs> the room looks exactly the same. And Fred Savage is in it. But he's wearing a wedding ring and he's he's an adult <laughs> and he wakes up as if a, from a drug induced state. And he's like, where am I? What what is happening? And he's like, hey, fella, I've got a little book for you. I'm going to read. It. He's like, what the is where is this the set from? Uh, is this the movie set from? Yeah, it is. <laughs> and so they recreate, except he's hostage. Mm-hmm. And, and this is all in the trailer, by the way. These are not. Uh, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not giving away giving anything. Away anything. Uh, but it is. It, it goes throughout the movie. It keeps going back just like the Princess Bride, which I thought was brilliant. Really, really brilliant and very, very funny. Um, at, one, at one point, I'm not going to give it away, um, but. Uh, uh, the Deadpool character with Fred Savage uses uh, he's got a little boop boop where he can bleep words uh, because it's a PG-13 uh. Uh, and uh, and Fred uses a different ed, uh, F word <sighs> that is not bad. Uh, and that's worth the price of admission alone, uh, uh, the great. way it's used uh, against him in that scene. Very funny. Very, very funny. That whole, you know, the whole premise of that is it's very aware of itself being a movie. Um, the whole, you know, oh, the yeah. whole movie's about that. Yeah. So lazy writing. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm. Uh, that's good. I, I feel like that's a really, that's something we should, even if you don't like Deadpool and you don't care about Deadpool, it's something we should be praising Hollywood for a little bit because that's something we have to manage for a asking. long time. You know, make, make, you? It, make it so other, you know, so people can see it. You don't have to have every F bomb in the, in the movie. You don't have to have every sex scene in the movie. We still want to see these movies and there have been some services i know vidangel was one of them is it, is it uh, there's another clean flex pure flex one of those yeah uh, uh pure flex. i can't remember clean, which one i can't is. remember but there's a service i know pat gray uh from pat gray unleashed uses it uh, on netflix and you can watch any movie and it will like edit it so you can you can take out whatever you want you can take out swears you can take out sex scenes i don't know if, if jeffy would be here he would say he wanted to add in more sex right. scenes. i, I don't, don't think, think it, it does doesn't that. do that uh, but other than that it's pretty it's pretty handy but i mean the idea that they would go through and instead of just a strict edit actually make something new out of the movie to please audiences that maybe don't want to see all the R-rated stuff. It's, that's a great I thought great it outcome. was brilliant. I thought it was brilliant because the kids want to see that movie, mm-hmm. you know, um, and it's the only one they can't see and it only makes them want to see it more. Right. Of all the Marvel movies, right? This is the only one uh, that's the only R. Yeah. And it, it, it just based on the PG-13 I could imagine what the R was like. That's got to be a hard oh. R. Oh, yes. Because it's very, yeah, it pushes the boundaries quite a bit. But yeah, that's sort of the joke, right? Like right. it's it's very violent. It's, you know, there's lots of references. There's lots of swearing. It yeah. definitely goes. I mean, that's the whole point of it, right? Yeah. I think the charm of that character, outside of his cynicism and sort of sarcastic nature, is the idea that you know, you're combining this like thing that you normally see in a kid's movie with everything you would never see in a kid's movie. So let's just say this. Uh, uh, you should be aware that... Uh, had my wife attended this thir- PG-13 movie, and mm. it wasn't the two boys in the theater, uh, it, it may have we may not have made it to the end. If they push this PG-13 as far as they can push it, um, but I, I would imagine it's very clean compared to the the actual version. And even if you 
saw the original, see this one. What they did with Fred Savage is really brilliant. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Okay, you need to protect your house. You need to protect your family, um, and especially when you're gone. I mean, burglars don't want to see you. They really don't. They don't, you know, it's like, we always think, what if somebody breaks in at night? That's not when they break in. They break in during the day because you're not home, especially if you're in Texas. You probably have a gun. They don't want to see you. So Simply Safe will protect your family at night, but also Simply Safe protects it when you're not there, when you're on vacation, when you're out at work. Simply Safe. It is the best way to secure your home with cameras and glass break sensors and the doors and windows. Everything is secure. It also calls the police or fire for you. And there's no wires, there's no strings attached, there's no contracts. $14.99 a month for the 24-7 monitoring. You can cancel at any time. You own the system. It's simplysafebeck.com. Simplysafebeck.com. Get Blaze TV uh, with your $20 off using the code BECKCHRISTMAS. One of the shows you'll get there. Uh, Andrew Heaton, he's coming up next here on the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. We welcome to the show Mr. Uh, Andrew Heaton, who has a podcast on uh, on Blaze TV called uh, Something's, something, something's Up. Uh, something's, something's Off. off with something's Andrew Off yeah. with Andrew Heaton. Uh, and it, whoo, when you get to know him, there really is something off mm-hmm. uh, with An, uh, with Andrew Heaton. Thank you for having me back. Good to be here. Uh, so I, I wanted to start with this, Andrew. I don't know if you've been following the the Russian spy yes. thing that yeah. was libertarian, I guess. Marina Butina. Yeah. yeah. Well, she uh, she was. I think she'd been to Freedom Fest a couple of times, and uh, Freedom Fest is a big libertarian gathering in the desert uh, that that happens every year. And I think she'd been there, and I've. Uh, I actually op- I did warm up for William Shatner there a couple of years ago, <laughs> really? uh, which is the the highlight of my comedic career, by the way. Yeah, is yeah, doing jokes yeah. for William Shatner and then sneaking up behind him and going, "Can I get a picture?" And him going, "You're very funny." And I was like, "Great! Uh, it doesn't matter if anyone thinks I'm th- I'm fine." I don't think I met her, and I was kind of worried because I have kind of a thing for redheads, and this is pretty well documented. And, okay. uh, and so <laughs> you I was mean like, by like the police. Yeah, there's. I'm sure that there's all sorts of organizations <laughs> right. keeping tabs okay, on me. And, yeah, I, and right. so when I saw that, I was like, "Wait a minute!" And like, and I, I dated a, uh, a a young lady who's from a different country who's a redhead. So when I first saw that headline of like spy, I was like, "Oh wow!" No, it's not her. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't date Marina Butina. <laughs> right. But I do. Um, I like, I'm going to take the 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 contrarian approach on this and say like, "Thank you, Russia, for having the decency and the gentlemanliness." Of sending us hot spies. That is some old school gentleman <laughs> tactics that has fallen out of use in international diplomacy. There's one country I'm thinking of. I'm not going to mention which one it is, but from what I can tell, all they're doing is hacking us from a basement somewhere in China. And I appreciate the fact that the Russians will at least send over hot women to seduce our guys. Wasn't that part of the Cold War era? Wasn't that? Yeah, I mean, it was the best part of the Cold right. War era. We got right. good Twilight Zone episodes, and uh, we got we got these hot spies <laughs> right, to come exactly over. Exactly right. Yeah, it was like the, the constant fear of nuclear death was alleviated somewhat by the fact that you know you might end up having a fling with a russian agent that was cool and they're they're keeping that alive thank you thank you russia like that tells me they respect us right i think too the uh, the change from the soviet union to russia um and and, and just whatever bit of capitalism entered uh, their world in that transition uh, really made their women hotter like there were not they, they that's their biggest oh, export yeah. at this point are just really attractive women yeah. That was not the case. You go back and look at some of those, like you know, uh, Olympics oh teams gosh. from the seventies and eighties. It's it's they it was were not the scary. Case. 
Yeah, you got Anna Kornikova and Maria Sharapova, and we're, we're, there's a constant maybe, flow. Maybe they were just hot but sad and starving. Uh, I don't it like. Could be I, that. I'd have it to go back be. and look. It's possible that you look and you're like, "Oh, I can't. I'm not remotely aroused because of the misery of that place." <laughs> yeah, and that's probably good. Yeah, no, <laughs> if, if you were, I just remember yeah. them being big and frightening. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's not a woman, is it? I mean, you know, you, a lot right of now you're like stuff, with, yeah. with transgenderism and, you know, you kind of. But this was they weren't trying not to be women. They were women. They just looked like big men. What did the men look like? They were all like the hurly burly, like barrel chested, like yeah. uh, drunks. OK, drunks. so it's just it's a nation of weightlifters. All right. Yeah, all pretty much. That's right. my pretty entire much. stereotype. Okay. Or gymnasts or chess players. Right. They're really into chess. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. So uh, so you never met her. I don't think it's the, possible I met her. It wouldn't surprise me, but I'm, I'm confident I didn't date her. Right. Uh, I'm like that. That's the right. thing that I had to do a quick. Because you've dated on. almost all the libertarian women. There are eight and I have dated five. Uh-huh. Uh, wow. So the, yeah. the remaining three, it's just a, if they get divorced, I got to swoop in. Yeah. We should. <laughs> point out that technically because since she was a russian spy there's really only seven that's true you're right so, there's actually only seven and we can infer that one of them's probably a spy and the right. remaining seven so <laughs> right. so yes it's it's a pretty slim number yeah it's kind of a sad life you live yes i we're, we're all in agreement uh yeah. it's, you know i'm a snappy dresser with a sad life yeah so um you've been covering a couple of stories that uh you know have not been covered by the mainstream media yeah. or really anybody else mm. Mm. uh thus the name something's off with yeah. andrew heaton well, you know, I, there's a few things we endeavor to do. Uh, it, it is a, a fun podcast. It's mm-hmm. a thoughtful podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I do, uh, I bring on a lot of people to have discourse. The, the motto of the show is uh, um, good and intelligent people can disagree on matters of substance. Mm-hmm. But before I get into that thoughtful stuff, I try and find headlines that I don't feel are getting sufficient attention in the national media. And this week, uh, I didn't even do multiple headlines. I dedicated like a full block to trying to unravel this story, which I believe is what's going to get me the Pulitzer this next year. Really? Which is one of my goals for 2019. Wow. Uh, okay. 2019 right. is, is get a Pulitzer. So what was the story that you were... So, and I, I need to stress, I'm not making any of this up. This right, is okay. all totally legitimate. Okay. Uh, scientists were concerned that in, in Hawaii, endangered monk seals kept being found with dead eels up their nostrils. That they were <laughs> apparently snorting eels... Right. And have you seen this? Yeah, I saw oh, the picture. Yeah. picture. It's creepy. And they don't seem to no, mind it. They seem, pr- I, I don't know seal psychology super well, right. but they appear to be kind of blithely unaware. I would, or, or the fact that they don't have hands, they know there's nothing they can yeah, do about just, it. So it's just like, whatever, incredible. I got it. They're the Buddhists of the, uh, the right. animal world where yeah. they're like, you know what? Like, can't, can't do anything about it. So don't reject it. Just, just roll with the punch. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they they so it started out with this photo that's gone viral yeah, yeah, where yeah. there's there's this seal monk that looks like it's half asleep with this two inches of, of eel dangling out of its nostril. <laughs> and this scientist, it was spotted on, you know, one of these endangered species cams or whatever, whatever the scientists have set up there. And so he sent out this email and I, I, I did some research on this. The email subject line was just eel in nose question mark. Mm-hmm. And it was him emailing the other scientists to see if there was a protocol for removing eels from seal noses and they had to do a back and forth and eventually they're like apparently we don't have this in the handbook so some guy just went out there and like pulled it out like a like a magic ah, trick like one of those handkerchiefs oh. the magician has took out this dead uh dead uh it was dead it was yeah yeah it's it's it, i don't know how long it was alive by the time they got it it was dead the seal was fine uh the seal was fine uh, although this is one of the concerns they have is that if if this keeps happening and they found like they've got like five documented cases of this now uh, at least four. They said four or five. So I assume one of them might be the same. They're just not sure. Um, but their their fear is that if this keeps happening, that the uh, the monk seals will either get pneumonia 
or there just might be general health complications from having a rotting eel carcass in your nostril, which I think is a right. fair assumption. <laughs> right. And so I. So I, are the are the eels crawling in against the will of the seal? That is a great question. Or <laughs> are they are the eels going somehow or another? Come see what's inside right. the cavern of my face. You're, okay, the, great question, and this is what has been racking the scientific community mm-hmm, uh, these mm-hmm, few months mm-hmm. since this started happening. Uh, we're we're putting we're putting cures for cancer on the back burner, and we're mm-hmm. all trying to figure out. Uh, oh, it's important. I mean, I'm a doctor, so I understand. Yeah, and the I'm a importance. deputy scientist, right? Okay. Uh, I own a lab coat. That's how that works under U.S. <laughs> law. Uh, and uh, no, so the, the, there's kind of three prevailing theories, and I've got my own fourth theory. the The first theory is that. The monk seals, when they're, they're hunting and they eat eels, among, they eat eels, urchins, and octopi. Mm-hmm. The theory is that they will find a hole underwater and just kind of shove their head into it and start grounding around. And there'll be an eel inside, and the only orifice with which it could escape is the seal nostril from the perspective of the eel. So it just shoots up there trying to escape, oh, and that yeah. doesn't work. So that's one theory, right? That's a pretty good that's, theory. And that's pretty I, smart. I feel like that's a good idea from the eel. It's yeah. actually pretty smart. It's, you know what, like, I mean, shoot the moon. If you can make it through that whole gastrointestinal tract, that mm-hmm. would you would be the greatest eel of all time if mm-hmm. you could work your way through there. But so far, well, you know what? Maybe they have. We're only seeing the dead ones. <laughs> right. Maybe, maybe the really fast eels get <laughs> right. out. Uh, I don't think it's super likely because apparently, again, I spent way too much time researching this. Uh, seals have pretty good muscle retention in their nostrils. Like, I think it's almost like a sphincter or something where they can control that hole. So I don't think it's likely something could force it in, which brings us to theory number two, which is that they're vomiting out the eels. So, like, if you've ever, you know, shoot Mr. Pip out your nose when you're laughing because you're, you're watching Newhart. <laughs> ah, right. Newhart, great show. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're watching show. that and Bob Newhart just, you're, yeah. oh, he's so funny. Yeah. And you, you shoot out that Mr. Pip out your nose. Could be something like that, Right. Um, again, but it's like the whole eel. So I don't think that's like, <laughs> and the, the third one, which is kind of the one the scientists seem to be gravitating towards is, and I'm not, again, this is them, not me. Teenagers are dumb. Their theory is that just, there are dumb monk seal, probably males that just snort eels for the hell of it, because why not to impress their, their seal? Buddies. So it's like the T it's like the seals. Tide it's pod. like drag racing. It's like Tide Pods. Yeah. It's like yeah. Tide it's Pods. A stupid thing they it's do. It's like the seal adults are like, look at the damn teenagers. Mm-hmm. Our entire society yep. of seals going to be wiped out in the next the, the, generation. The elder seals are talking about how the water used to be wetter. Right. And how the, the, right. the young seals are narcissistic. They don't have proper seal <laughs> right. respect. And they don't f- f- clap their flippers as well. Right. My, my theory, by the way, is I, I think there's probably cocaine in them. I think that there's cocaine inside the eels. I don't know where cocaine comes from, but it's probably eels. It comes from and, plants. Uh, uh, it does it. Well, maybe. And uh, I guess those eels are eaten because that's the only thing I can think of that would compel an animal to suck an eel up or any <sighs> any species to suck an eel up its nose. That's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, let me let me switch uh, topics uh, to uh, Cohen. Well, okay. So if you're on the Pulitzer committee, if you're listening, you're on the Pulitzer committee. I'm doing Yeoman's work here. It's a big investigation. It's yeah. it's on, on the level with the right. Miami Herald with uh, the, the, all the the stuff they did. This the, uh, the Epstein case. The Epstein yeah. case. I mean, there's a there's a few nominees, uh, but you're there. I'd share it with you're the Miami th- Herald. Okay. Okay. So okay. you know that uh, he he does have an Emmy. He won an Emmy. Uh, I, I I I was given an Emmy by John Stossel. I, I've right. Done, I, so so John Stossel, great guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that I I worked with uh, or I worked near. I wasn't on the same team as him at Fox Business. But this um, is the worst award ever. So he, he was given to you. He won it. He gave it to you, and you weren't even working with him. That's not winning an well, Emmy. So you so, can't put that on the resume. So so, so John, who uh, if you don't know John, John's an incredibly smart guy and a very nice guy. Very nice guy. But also the least sentimental human being I've ever met. Yes. Like he just doesn't. It's like he had to like. He, he is like what AI is going to be. Yeah. He he like he looks up like. Hmm, human emotions. 
questions on Wikipedia <laughs> yes, that like yes, reads about him. Yes. Uh, and so for a while, what he would do is he uh, he would have these. He has like I think eight national Emmys, which mm. are a big deal, and he has like four hundred local Emmys, which mm. are important but not as big of a deal. Mm. So when he would go to college campuses, whoever asked the best question, he would just give them a local Emmy. <laughs> so when I left Fox, I went like. Uh, John, if you're just passing out Emmys, I'd take one. And he's like, why should I give it to you? And I was like, well, because, you know, I do political satire. And he just walked over and handed me a national Emmy and was like, here you go. And uh, I <laughs> So was, I thought this was okay. really, and the way and the way he told this to me, he was like, hey, you know, John really thought this was a funny thing that we did and everything else. So I'm on a plane with uh, uh, with John just a few weeks ago, and we're we're flying to, I don't remember, Bermuda. And uh, and so he, he hops on the plane and I said, John, no, a friend of yours. And he, he goes off and he talks and says all great stuff about Andrew Heaton and how much he loves him and everything else. And I said, Andrew told me that you gave him an, a national Emmy. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. You want one? <laughs> I mean, he's giving them away yeah. like they're candy. Yeah, yeah. No, no sentimentality there. Yeah. yeah he was, John was probably just tired of dusting. Yeah. Decided that was an easy way to get rid of it. It's incredible. Andrew, uh, Andrew Heaton. Something's off with Andrew Heaton is the podcast. Subscribe to it. You're going to love it. It's a, it's a lot of fun. Andrew, thank you so much. Thank you. So uh, when you look in the mirror, do you like what you see, Glenn? Do you want to answer that question? You have a, uh, I don't think that? I need to. No, I don't yeah, think I need uh, to. you never do. A lot of people are, uh, you know, this happens to people. You look at your mirror, you got a little double chin maybe going on or a little sagging jawline. If that's you, why not try the new GenuCell jawline treatment from Chamonix? Now, this is around the holidays. It's a great time to pick this up. It's all their advanced stuff, the, the dual peptide and MDL technology. It tightens the saggy jawline. It plumps the lipophilic layers of your skin. Yes, I did have to look up how to pronounce that word. Is it lipophilic or lipophilic? Now I don't even remember. Um, it works. <laughs> but you looked it up. I did look it up at one yeah, point. Just you're like as bad as I am. Just like John Stossel Google's human emotions. Mm-hmm. I do that. Uh, it works amazingly fast, and the results get better every single day. If you're looking to get a gift or some for yourself, this is the deal they got going on right now. The GenuCell jawline treatment is yours absolutely free when you order GenuCell for underlying under eye bags and puffiness. And for results in 12 hours, they've got the GenuCell immediate effects. It's also free when you call or click now. Call them at 800-577-8709, 800-577-8709, or go to genucel.com, G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. You don't have to remember all this. Just go to genucel.com. They'll, they, you can walk, they'll walk you through the whole thing. Uh, end of the year, uh, end, the, end the year on a high note with beautiful skin, no bags, and a tighter, higher jawline. Here's the deal, 800-577-8709 or genucel.com, G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. So a friend of mine uh, found this um, this post, and you know we've been talking about things you could do for the holidays to cheer people up, and this one's not going to cost you a dime. Going to cost you about forty seconds. I'm going to read this to you from Randy Moa of Bellingham, Washington, on his Facebook page. He said, "I'm raising my 12 year old grandson Joe. He's been with me for six and a half years. My wife Pauline just passed away over a year ago, and so." Mostly, Joe and I are doing fine, but it gets a little dismal around here sometimes. Some of Joe's comments recently have been, Grandpa, I'm getting tired of just being you and me. Maybe we could get another kid. Uh, Grandpa, I don't think people like us uh, very much. Nobody's coming around. His way to reach out is his YouTube channel. He has over 50 videos posted, currently 51 subscribers. His biggest thrill and affirmation is getting a new subscriber. Could you please go to his channel and use the quotation marks, Quotation mark Joe Moa M O A 
end quotation marks, and uh, watch a video or two, like them, and subscribe, please. Doesn't cost anything, just a little time. Joe will be so happy. Also, feel free to share this post with your friends, blah, blah, blah. So it is quotation mark Joe Moa, M-O-A, end quotation marks. Um, kids, I've, I've watched a couple of the videos. They're harmless. They're, there's just a, I don't even know how old, how old he is. I think he said 12. He's a 12 year old boy. And so he's just doing, you know, 12 year old boy videos. Um, and they're harmless and, and, you know, he's a cute kid all by himself, uh, up in the wilds of the Pacific Northwest, um, uh, in, uh, Bellingham. And so, <laughs> So you go to YouTube like and you search Joe Moa, M-O-A, mm-hmm. and his, his channel comes up. And what, to, what should we do? Is you subscribe to it? Like it. Like subscribe. It. Yeah, there's a subscription page sure, for YouTube, yeah. right? So click yeah. subscribe and see how, because he's going to come, he has like whatever, for 50 subscribers, he's going to come home and see more than 50, I would yeah, guess, with this 50, audience yeah. uh, doing yeah, yeah, yeah. it. And he doesn't, I don't know his grandfather, I don't know <laughs> Joe or anything else. So it's just, let's just quietly do this and not just not tell him. <laughs> and have your kids and have your this. and have your kids uh subscribe maybe i mean maybe if your boy feels the same wants a like a pen pal here it is i remember i had a pen pal i i grew up just outside of bellingham uh washington and i had a pen pal and he was in i think troy new york and man i remember waiting for those those uh letters and we were a pen pal for i don't know half a year or so and i st- i wish i could remember the kid's name i'd look him up today um, but uh, it was it was great. I, I loved it. So anyway, do it. Go to YouTube. Uh, quotation mark. Joe Moa. M-O-A. Quotation mark. Like it and subscribe. And give this kid a holiday treat that doesn't cost you anything. You're listening to Glenn.